Awesome. Well, welcome everybody to the Junkin' It Up podcast. I'm Dylan and this is Steve. And what we want to do is talk today about uh, a kind of an important topic for our business, which is saving the settlement. And what we mean by that is, you know, whether you're a realtor or an investor is kind of the, the physical aspect of household goods that can come into actually getting uh, a closing done. So we always like to start when we're talking to anybody about saving the settlement, and we work with a lot of realtors, sort of about a story that we've worked with and heard a lot, which is your realtor or an investor or a home buyer, you know, um, or maybe even the relative of a home seller. And, you know, it's the day of settlement. You're going to settle today at 2 p.m. You know, you're very excited to, you know, get this new property or, you know, get your commission if you're a realtor. And your client, if you're the realtor, calls you at 9.30 after the walkthrough and says, oh my gosh, there's a full household of stuff here. There's no way I'm going to move in today. You have literally no idea what to do. You, you don't know if you're going to be able to get it out. The person said they were going to do it, but they're older. They have no help. You know, And your client is fully expecting to not only purchase this home, but probably move in at least you know the, at the very latest the next day, but probably later that afternoon. Mm-hmm. And now you're totally stuck, not <clears throat> sure you know when you're going to get settlement done. So um, you know we like to talk about how we can prevent that from happening, and then if it does happen, kind of ways that you can you know facilitate making sure the settlement does get saved as quickly as possible. Yeah, for sure. And I think the best way to start these types of situations is the prevention aspect of it. Uh, a lot of times in today's climate, people just assume that others are going to want certain things. A uh, common situation, you have a home seller and they you know, don't want the stuff in the backyard because they're moving to a condo, so they don't have a backyard. Oh, well, the, the buyer's definitely going to want this patio set or definitely going to want this uh, fireplace that's rusted through. Or all yeah. the paint in the basement, yeah, for sure. Yeah, of course, just yeah. in case they want to touch up yeah. the paint that's under the paint that right. they painted over. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. There, there's always the assumption mm-hmm. that uh, people are going to want things that they inevitably don't. So that preventative aspect where as a realtor, you're able to educate your seller to say, hey, let's not assume that the buyer's going to want any of this extra stuff. If there's anything that you don't want, let's get clarification first before we assume that they're just going to want it. Absolutely. And on the buyer side of things, let's make sure to check in to say, hey, just wanted to see if there's anything that's going to be left at the property. Right. You know, because like I said, that miscommunication or, or just lack of communication uh, to see what the sell- the buyer's going to want to be left there, that can be prevented by just having a simple conversation, right? Right, for sure. Yeah. And then also just definitely understanding that, um, you know, if the buyer doesn't want it, there's a plethora of furniture and, and just items and, you know, especially America today, but even the world. So it's it's hard to just give things away. Sure. It's not that easy to just say, oh, I'll just donate this and hand it or, you know, I'll sell this, um, especially when you're on a timeline. Anything, you know, any amount of stuff is possible to get out on time if you plan in advance, mm-hmm. like you said, you know, so it's not only about making sure the buyer um, might be able to, to take it or not, but if they're not going to be able to take those things, that you have a plan of action for, okay, if we're going to donate it, when are we going to donate it? Who's it going to? Did they confirm they're taking it? Okay. If we're going to sell it, do we have that already lined up? Are we ready to deliver it? If we're going to, you know, get a a dumpster here, we're going to do whatever we got to do to make sure that we're out on time, you know, long before the settlement. And this is really, this should be happening when you talk about listing the property, I think. I think it should be one of the initial conversations of, you know, making sure, hey, if you're, not only are we going to sell the house, but we got to talk about moving your physical, you know, stuff out, out, out of here so it's ready to go. Yeah. And, and off of that, you know, just say you do have nice stuff and you do think it's going to be donatable. 
just saying to yourself, we're going to donate this is procrastination. Right. Like you said, as soon as the house gets listed, you need to be on top of exactly what is going to be donated and when the person is going to come to pick it up. Or if they're going to buy something, you know, a similar situation that we see often is the sellers planning on selling, you know, X, Y, and Z pieces. And the day that the person that they met on Facebook is supposed to come, they just don't show up. Right. Right. And yeah. if you if you don't time it out right, you're going to be basically at the 11th hour SOL because now you don't have a buyer for these items. Yeah, especially if you don't have a contingency plan. Exactly. So say, hey, if I, I know this stuff is able to be sold or be donated, then you should say, okay, if I can't do it before closing because closing's in three weeks, and that sounds like a long time, but especially if you have you know a full four bedroom mm-hmm. um, house worth of items, you know it's it's a it's a few rooms worth of stuff. Plus, you have to deal with all the other aspects of you know selling your home or helping your client sell their home. You have to have that contingency plan for okay, who is going to move this, whether it's to storage or, you know, to my son's house or wherever it's going to go in the meantime before it does get sold and donated. You want to have at least one contingency plan or, you know, where some uh, a company like us can come into play is have, uh, you know, a professional, what we like to say, a removal logistics company where we can take the stuff out for your clients, make sure that it gets done, um, you know, make sure things get sorted and donated properly. So that's the, that's the best way to make sure you prevent it, obviously, is, is get ahead early and then have a couple contingency contingency plans and contractors in place that you've talked with your client about saying, okay, if if you can't sell it on Facebook, then, you know, we're going to we're gonna bring it to a storage unit. If we don't want to do that, then, you know, we have a junk removal company to come and do it, right? So that we know long beforehand, we have a couple plans so that we don't get to that day and run into that issue. Exactly. Now, occasionally, and hopefully, you know, for anyone listening, this doesn't happen often, um, but it may not even be your client. You may be on the buying side, mm-hmm. right? So there are options for if it does happen that day to make sure that it does get done quickly. You know, obviously one of them is if they are, um, if they do have a moving company or they're moving, they can move it into storage that day, right? There does come with additional costs. And of course, mm-hmm. if it goes into storage, it's got to eventually come out of storage. So you've not exactly. only got to pay to get it into storage, but then you and pay to store it, you then have to pay to get it out of storage. So you didn't really solve the problem. You just pushed it off to later. Now, if it's, you know, it's going to be sold or, you know, it's going to be donated, that's great. Another option, which is where we've come in and helped a lot of realtors, investors, you know, uh, home buyers, is we have the ability and companies like us have the ability to do same day service and clear out a house and mm-hmm. do what we call, you know, saving the settlement. We, we've had a lot of calls where, you know, uh, a realtor, someone calls us at, you know, noon and they have a full three bedroom worth of stuff that they need to get out, you know, try to get it out by four so they can get that that settlement done. And that is something that we are able to accommodate and we do mm-hmm. it quite often. But, you know, obviously it, we can't always guarantee it because just like anybody, our schedule, you know, depends on mm-hmm. the jobs that we have um, already in place, right? So it's really important to, you know, work on the preventative measures. But if you do get in this situation, hopefully not on, you know, your house or your client, but if you're on the other side of it, there are options to to get it done, you know, in a relatively short time period, um, you know, but again, we're not necessarily able to to bring it into storage for you and hold it. You know, we're able yep. to just take it out and then sort it from there. Yep. So it's really good to, um, you know, make sure you have kind of contingency plan for all aspects of, of, of what happens. Yeah, right? definitely. And uh, off of that, you know, building relationships with companies like ourselves uh, to have a not only a better understanding of what the process is, how it looks, but then also 
knowing what our capacity is. Because right. even, like you said, even though we do have same-day service available, if you have a certain situation that you know is coming up that you have a feeling might be an issue, yeah. get onto those calls early and see what the potential is. Because if we're slammed, we'll let you know on Monday for that Friday settlement. You know yeah, what I mean? for sure. Yeah. Um, so, that's, so that's something else is to leverage the relationships and not just rely on, oh, well, we'll just call some company that day and hopefully someone can take care of us. Yeah. And every company has different policies and like you said, capacities, you know, sometimes we might not be able to do that day mm -hmm. and you need it that day. And, you know, for us, we do this a lot and, you know, all of our employees are under our umbrella. We're mm -hmm. used to being um, paid what we call on the sheet. So the title company pays us. But not every company is like that. And, mm -hmm. and that's okay, you know, and a lot of them do a great job. But you have to understand that because if your client is strapped for cash and all of their cash is tied up in the house and they need to clear this out and that company is telling you, hey, we're not comfortable with being paid off the sheet like maybe we are, mm -hmm. then, you know, you have to know that and have that plan in place beforehand to say, oh, gosh, you know, what, what's going to happen? Am I going to front this? Is, you know, can they get some sort of financing? from You know, they're, they're, you got to have those options in place or otherwise, you know, you're not going to save the settlement. and you know, if settlement's at two on a Friday and it kicks back to the weekend and then the, you know, the buyer kind of gets a little squirmy and, you know, the we, yeah, a lot of things can happen, you know, um, especially if in the contract it's written that, hey, this is going to be empty besides these, these things, sure. you know, now you, you could really be in a binder or, or at worst, worst case scenario, you know, lose Deal the sale. Blows yeah, blows up. And, and you don't want to do that just because, um, you know, not only you didn't have a preventative plan in place, but you didn't have a, uh, a contingency set of contractors to say, okay, if the worst happens, who can I call, um, you know, to try to fix this? So yeah. it is a, a common problem um, for, you know, a lot of uh, realtors or, or investors. And even if you haven't seen it, you know, at some point in your career, you're, you know, hopefully going to be on a good side of it, but it is possible and likely that you'll run into some um, you know, semblance of that. Yeah. And even if you uh, as an agent typically dot your I's and cross your T's, you don't always know the agent that you're working with. Sure. So just assuming that everyone's going to be doing the same preventative measure that you are is kind of a fault in itself. So um, by doubling down on, you know, having your, like you said, the contingency plans, not only for your client, but for the other person's client, you're just ensuring that you're going to have a smooth settlement and you're not going to have any issues. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And, you know, make sure that Everyone gets the deal done and, you know, obviously you, if you're an agent, you get your commission and the client gets their, you know, their household and, or, or your client gets their new house. So, um, you know, it's a, it's one of those situations where, uh, you know, it, it sounds a little far-fetched if you've never seen it, but then if you do enough transactions, you go, wow, it's pretty, it's pretty common and, and sure. it sounds like an easy fix and who would do that, but you know, it does happen. So yeah. awesome. Well, thank, uh, thank every, thank you everybody for listening. And until next time, um, I'm Dylan and I'm Steve. Have a good one.